Hey, yo, what's going down? This is your boy, Stevie J. This is another message of hope. So, like, the, I read this uh, daily reading, The Language of Letting Go. And the other day, the reading was about gratitude and acceptance. And, you know, I was getting ready to go on a family trip, which sometimes can be a little tense, a lot of pressure. And, you know, I, I, I suck with making plans. Like, I overthink. I, I think of the worst things. And if I get stuck in a bad situation... It's hard for me not to think like, oh, I shouldn't have been here in the first place or like I need to do something to, to feel better. So anyway, I get this reading like, I don't know, the day before the trip. And I'm so grateful that I'm that I have these little tidbits of information in my life because it's saved so much just unnecessary mental stress, you know, and and it's so simple, like so many things if if things aren't going your way if if life is not what you expect it to be at the time if people are getting on your nerves if just your current circumstances are not where you want them to be gratitude and acceptance can change your entire perspective like they did for me so like i just can't express it enough and and i'm just going to kind of break down you know, how these things can be helpful because sometimes it's not just as simple as these two words, you know, so gratitude, like, okay, gratitude can do so much for you when, when you are feeling a lack, when you are feeling some type of negative emotion, when you're in the middle of a, a, a negative experience, finding the gratitude in what you do have and what is going right in your life as opposed to what is going wrong or what's opposed to what you don't have, it completely shifts your thinking. Like, I could I could not have the job I want. I could be in a messed up situation with my partner that, that's giving me a lot of stress, a lot of, you know, negative thoughts, uh, a lot of emotions. And if I stop in that moment, it doesn't make those things better. It doesn't make, you know, life how I expect it to be. But it shifts my attention to what is going right in my life. And therefore, I feel gratitude for those things. And feeling gratitude for some things going right is a better present now feeling than feeling dissatisfied with what is going wrong in my life. You know, and it seems so simple, but it's not something we're constantly aware of. We have a gift of attention. We have a supreme gift to lock our focus in on things and give it so much attention that we have, we can have immense amounts of thoughts, daydreams, emotions, meaning can get attached to it. We get feelings from it. Like so much, we, we are powerful beings, but the problem is, is that we get lost in these thoughts or we're not being tactful and intentional about where we're directing our focus that it, it has also like the negative counter effect where when we're focused on the wrong things or we're focused on what's going wrong in our life or how we've been hurt or how we've been victimized, like then we're going to hyper-focus on those things and we're not going to see anything else. And this isn't to say, hey, like, always turn to gratitude to make yourself feel good about things that suck in your life. I'm not saying that. 
I'm saying though, if you're stuck, if you're stuck, like, okay, I focused on this problem. I, I really don't have anything else to figure out here. Like there's nothing I can do right now, here and now by spinning my wheels, by reliving it, by playing the tape over and over, by telling myself how much it means about me and that's going to make me feel worse. Like it's pointless. It is truly a absolutely pointless exercise in using our most powerful tool, our minds, you know? So I got to shift my focus. Okay. I thought about this. I've gotten all the information I can get. I've tried to problem solve. I'm getting distracted by my emotions, by these meanings, by these thoughts. I'm going to shift to gratitude. I'm going to poke my head above the water. I'm going to get away from these negative feelings for a minute and focus on what's going right in my life. Then maybe from a place of neutrality or a place of positivity, I can then think clear about my problem again. You know, gratitude. And, and really it comes down to when, when I'm hyper-focused on a problem, when somebody in my life is, is pissing me off, and, and I'm feeling a lot of stress. I'm, I'm seeing them differently is what's going on. And if I stay stuck there, there is no problem solving. The only thing that will solve my problems when I am hyper-focused on problems and people is they have to come and do everything exactly right. Like basically my expectations have to be met and exceeded. And that's unrealistic. That's just not how this is going to go. You know, but if I can shift my, if I can shift my focus to gratitude, if I can then be grateful for things in my life that are going right, if I can shift my focus to things I like about that person even, which is very difficult when you're mad at someone, right? But it's possible. I, I can see the whole picture a little more clear. Trust me, you're not going to forget about the problem, okay? The problem's still there. It's just, it's just a part of the whole picture now rather than focusing on this one part and, and seeing the, like acting like the whole scene is just the one negative part, okay? It should have started with acceptance, but acceptance is, is the other side of this where like it, hate it, love it, whatever, this is what it is, you know? This is what it is. Because if there's no acceptance, we are going to scramble with our problem solving to fix it, to get things the way we want, to get our expectations met. But so much goes on there. I'm not saying we should never do that. We definitely need to have conversations. We definitely need to set boundaries. We definitely need to address people, places, things that are problems. We definitely need to communicate how we feel. We definitely need to try to have the courage to change the things we can. But what I'm saying is we also need to accept it to some degree. We cannot not accept things. We cannot just kick and scream until things are our way. That's what we all do in this world. You know, people don't really accept each other. People don't accept differences of opinion or points of view. They all want to change everybody. And if none of us had acceptance, we would just constantly be trying to move the needle. Like, I need to change you and you're trying to change me. You're pissing me off with trying to change me. So I got to change you back to the way I want you. But you're so busy not accepting me that you're trying to change me. It's just a whole game. But if we have acceptance, 
we can then come at it from a place of something other than force, something other than, you know, desperation. So acceptance and gratitude go hand in hand. All right. So I got this trip going on. All right. Whatever. I accept that I, that, that I'm going on this trip. Okay. I find some gratitude. Hey, what's going right in my life? What's, you know, stop focusing on the few things that are concerning you about the trip and start focusing on the few things that have been better that you've made progress with that, that makes you more hopeful about this trip. All right, cool. Now let's go back. Except that, you know, things might go wrong. You know, let's just get that out the way. Let's just accept that this may not be the most smoothest ride. Okay, now I'm prepared for it. Rather than going in with expectations that it needs to be a smooth ride and then every bump in the road throws me off. So now I'm okay. I'm accepting that this will not be perfect. Okay. Like, it seems logical. Let's have some gratitude. Hey, I, I can get to a place where I can do this. That's something to be grateful for. And people, you know, a lot of times, I, and I, I've been one of these people, and I can still be sometimes, where, you know, they'll say, you have a roof over your head, you have food in your stomach, you, you know, you have a family that loves you. And when you're hyper-focused on a problem, nobody can tell you what should be on your gratitude list. But I say this to say that, like, if you've ever lived without the certainty of having a roof over your head, which I have, I mean, I've never been homeless, but I've been in non-preferable situations, right? That were not my roof, my rules, or my safe space. Um, if you've never had food, like, truly, like, did not know how you were going to eat or did not have a preference of what you wanted to eat or, you know what I mean? Like I've been there too, where I truly was like, I don't know what I'm going to eat today. I got to figure it out. And then my options were non-preferable. And this is what I was picky eating. So if, and then running water, dude, like I lived without running water for like two weeks. It sucked. Let me tell you. Like it was horrible. It, and, and those are the things that I don't know about y'all. I don't know if you're constantly grateful for having a running shower and hot water and being able to flush the toilet. But let me tell you that I never, I took those things for granted. In addiction, prior to addiction, everything. And man, living without water for two weeks, I am grateful for running water in my house. I'm grateful that I can flush the toilet without asking the neighbors to fill up a bucket. I'm grateful that I can take a shower rather than asking someone to use theirs or just riding it out till I couldn't ride it out anymore. All right. So anyway, I say all that to say, here I am telling you what should be on your list, right? Here, I just say all that to say, like those can be gratitude points. But it can go so much deeper. You know, like I said earlier about making progress, okay? Things are not perfect between me and my partner, but there has been immense progress made. If I focus on what progress is still yet to be made, bad feeling, hopeless feeling, anger feeling, negative emotion. But if I focus on the positive aspects, okay, this is where progress has been made. Better feeling, more hopeful, okay? Not perfect, not Walking on sunshine, 
but better. Good. Positive. Like, like something I can work with. So we got to bounce back and forth between these two things. I have been doing this for the last five days. I've been thinking about it multiple times a day. And also not even just during like negative times. I'm not waiting until I'm super frustrated to bust out the tools. Like here's a little light bulb moment for you. The tools work even when shit's not broken. Okay. The tools of recovery work even when shit is not broken. You don't have to wait for things to break. You don't have to wait till you're on the verge of relapse. You don't have to wait till you're about to jump out of your skin because your anger is through the roof or the problem you've tried to sweep under the rug is now a mountain in your living room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do not have to wait. You don't even have to wait for minor problems and to sweep under the rug. You can continue to use tools to build bigger and better. So you can use this tool. You can have a great day and still bust out acceptance and gratitude and have an even greater day. But this is stuff that works, man. So this book is The Language of Letting Go. They have a daily reader. You can Google it. You can probably sign up somewhere for an email that sends it to you. We obviously got things like just for today, 24 hours in a day, one day at a time. Um, all these things, you know, the spiritual principle of day. These are fire materials. I hope you're the type of person who digs it. You know, if you're the type of person out there looking for nuggets, which you would not even be at this point or listening to this podcast if you weren't, utilize these tools. Okay? I don't care if some days it doesn't give you light bulb moments. I don't care if sometimes you're like, I already knew that. Guess what? You need to hear it again. Okay, but you're going to, no, you're going to come across a time though, where you're going to hear something so mind-numbingly simple that you've heard a thousand times that you have not thought about in a minute. You're going to hear that thing that says, hey man, just take things one day at a time, right in the middle of a two-week unconscious zombie walk. And you're like, holy shit, I haven't taken things one day at a time in a minute. Damn. Yeah. If I just take today just today, wow, I feel some relief from this stuff I was stressing about next week. You know what I mean? So these tools are here for us to use. There is no excuses, no excuses. If you are miserable, if you are not living well, there are no excuses anymore, okay? And please don't make me constantly talk with a disclaimer that yes, there are victims of trauma out there. Yes, there are true like, situations. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about if you are just stuck in a rut, if you are dwelling, if you are just living small, if you are just wondering why it hasn't happened for you yet, how come I've just put the drugs down and don't feel amazing yet? Well, it's because it requires work. Okay. I'm going to put it like this. Being an addiction is like being inside of a hole. Okay. You need to dig yourself out. Okay. Now, damn it, this whole analogy isn't working for me, but we're going to run with it. All right. So you got to dig yourself out of a hole. So you find ways to build yourself little steps. When you're continuing to do drugs, 
you are adding like there's somebody in there destroying your progress if you even decide to try so there's someone in there digging the hole deeper when you're actively using and you're just getting deeper and you're just getting deeper okay when you stop doing drugs you just take the digger away okay don't worry you could still pick the shovel up yourself and dig the hole deeper in sobriety you can let your defects run the show and trust me they will but my point is for this analogy is that getting sober is like kicking the other guy out. He's no longer digging you deeper, but you're just sitting there. You're not doing any work. You're not getting anything done. Okay. But when you start to address the me problems, the you problems, and you start to look at your character defects and you start to look at your thinking patterns and you start to look at your emotional health, and you start to look at all the things you've done to people, the way you react, the way you behaved, you start to amend some wrongs, you start to develop some type of concept with a higher power of some sort, as long as it's just not you and your thoughts, then you start building your way out of the hole. Okay? But if you just put the drugs down or if you put down the hard ones and still do the other little ones, you don't do any of this meeting stuff. You don't do any of this reading stuff. You don't do anything else. You just, I'm fine the way I am. Drugs were the only problem. You're just going to sit in that hole. Okay. You might like your hole. It's, it's comfortable. You're no longer sinking. You're no longer getting dug deeper and deeper. So it's less scary. All right. But trust me, the hole gets boring. The hole gets old. There's a whole life out here outside of the hole. If you want to dig yourself out, but you got to dig yourself out. I can sit there and be like, hey, do this, do that. But if you don't do this and do that, I can't come down there with you. Okay, I'm not going to bring the beach down there inside your hole. I could tell you about it, and you may not believe me because you've never seen outside your hole. You're going to think I'm full of shit. You're going to think I'm trying to trick you or control you by telling you, hey, man, build some stairs and get up out that hole. And you can do that. You can sit there and say, hey, as long as I'm not digging deeper, I'm good. All right, then. Have fun, homie. It's going to get lonely down there. You're going to push people away. You're going to continue to act in defectual ways that led you to use in the first place because you couldn't stand yourself or you couldn't accept yourself or accept the situations you got in because of the way you are. And it's not even the way you are, but it's the way you tend to be when you are not monitored, when you are not working on things, when you're not self-aware. All right. You can continue to live like that. I know plenty of people who say they got 30 years sober who fucking live like that. They are in the hole. They don't do shit. They put the drugs or alcohol down and then they just act however the hell they want to act. Full on their defects. They like it. Let them do it. I don't care. But I want more than that. I want to be able to look at myself truthfully and honestly, and live with myself. Because a lot of us can look at ourselves and live with ourselves, but we're not looking fully and honestly. We're looking at the image we've created with our rationalizations and our excuses. We're telling ourselves how awesome we are, failing to take accountability for the shit that's not so awesome. And you know what? That's not an honest look in the mirror. So I wanna be able to honestly look in the mirror and not feel intense shame when I make mistakes or, you know, act less than 
I want to feel like, you know what, damn, I have changed. I am proud of who I am. I'm acting differently. Wow, I actually care about people and follow through with it. Wow, I have some ethics today. Cool. Like, I like that. I want that. This ain't about being perfect to accept myself. It's not about doing what anybody wants me to do. I want that for me. I feel so much more at ease when I can fucking live with myself. I want to stop pushing people away. I want to stop harming others, whether intentionally or not. And I know everybody wants that too. They just don't know it's possible. They've never seen the beach. They've never seen the mountains. They've only seen the hole. That's all they ever seen was this hole. And as long as it's not getting deeper and deeper and, and more scary down there, they're fine. As long as their little homie can holla at them every now and then and they got some form of communication with the outside world, they're fine. All right, be in the hole. But if you want more than the hole, do the work. Okay? Acceptance, gratitude. Appreciate y'all for listening.